0: For those of you who just walked in, we're doing an activity right now. We're creating a spiritual timeline of, of, of your life as when, you started get, when you first got baptized all the way till now. You want to write some highlights of you know, people you study the Bible with, memorable retreats, just ups and downs in your life that you can remember through uh, your spiritual walk. <laughs> so uh, before we get into the time, I want to share a scripture. In Lamentations 3, verse 40... It reads, let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. So this whole first part of the lesson is going to be about examining ourselves. And the reason why I wanted you guys to create a timeline is to kind of examine your life over the last few years of you being a disciple. Amen. I know that clearly, like, through our spiritual walk, we've gone through ups and downs, right? And, you know... And we'll always remember those challenges, we'll also remember the good times. But it's always good to reflect and examine just where we're at right now, and how do we view ourselves. So I have two points uh, this morning to uh, talk about examining ourselves. And point number one is take a good look in the mirror. Now let's turn over to Proverbs chapter 27. Take a good look in the mirror. Proverbs 27, verse 19, it reads As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Now I have some questions for you guys to think about. Do you know yourself right now? What encourages you? What inspires you? What makes you struggle? People look into your heart who would they see if they asked to describe yourself what would you say you know for me I feel like I just want to share about myself you know I think I'm naturally a shy person you know every day I battle with timidity you know my comfort zone is keeping to myself it's hard for me to be vulnerable sometimes Because I just don't want to just put my stuff out there. It's so difficult. You know, I found myself wanting to seek approval from others rather than God. You know, my biggest fear is failure. Because of that, it impacts my faith. It hinders it. Because I'm scared that if I attempt to do something, that there is a possibility I will fail. And so that's a constant struggle that I go through. And that's where I feel like where my heart is at. Uh, Vianney's also going to share about herself.
1: Hey, guys. So I've been a disciple since I was 16 years old. So I was in the teens ministry. Um, and I've been a disciple for 10 years. So I'm very proud of that. <laughs> um, but it's crazy, right? I grew up in a Spanish household where you had to do everything your parents needed you to do. And so I grew up with this people pleasing mentality. And I realized that in high school, I spent most of my time trying to please my friends and even my parents. If I disappointed them, I felt like it was the end of the world. Like I was going to die. Like that. that's It was over Um, But I realized that uh, once I became a disciple, that followed me into my discipleship. I started seeking the approval of leaders, of disciples. And when I didn't get that approval and I didn't like please them in any way, um, I would feel so insecure. I would feel jealous and envious of people that were getting the praise I wanted. Um, and it really hurt. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until college where I almost fell away in my freshman year that I realized how far my heart had strayed because of my people-pleasing nature. Um, And the truth is, I try to hide it, but eventually my life caught up to what was inside my heart. Um, But it's crazy, like, seeing what people would have seen then in my heart. They would have seen a very hopeless, a very insecure, super dramatic person. That's what they would see. But I think what's encouraging about just God in general is I get a chance to work on my heart and change my whole story around. So.
0: You, so someone would ask you, describe yourself. What would you say? You know, a person that was great at reevaluating themselves was David. You know, you can see through the Psalms that like he's always like reflecting where he's at. You know, let's turn over to Psalm fifty-one. You know, Psalm fifty-one. It kind of you know talks about after uh, David. You know, committed adultery. Well, you know, she, he had an affair with Bathsheba. And he was just pouring his heart out to God after that. You know, verse 1, it says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Jumping down to verse 10, he says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. David was always looking at his life and then remembering who God is. You know, David knew that... Knew what he was to God. You know, I think, you know, sometimes... It's like, man, we could struggle. We could, you know, feel down. And it's like, man, sometimes we don't want to turn to God. And what's inspiring about David is that every time he falls... He, he takes a step back and he's like, you know what? Like, I need to remember who God is. You know, the question I have for you guys... Is do we know who we are to God? Do we really know how God views us? You know, I know, like, for me, I could be hard on myself. It could be easy to always, like, look at my flaws. Look at the things that I'm not good at. And I could forget how much God loves us and what God really views us. How he views us. So I want to go into point number two. Point number two is see his reflection. You know, some questions I have is, how does God see you? What is God's evaluation of you? Let's turn over to Isaiah chapter 43. We're going to talk about how God sees us. Isaiah 43 starting in verse 1. It reads, But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not see you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead, in your steed. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you. Nations in exchange for your life. I really love this scripture. And the part of love is like, we are precious and honored in His sight. The question is, why do we forget that? Why do we forget that we are precious and honored in God's sight? Why have we exchanged God's God's thoughts for our own? You know, I know as, Singles, you know, we could feel inadequate. We could feel inadequate in terms of serving in the church. We could feel inadequate in terms of being a mate one day, getting married. We could feel like we're not good enough, that we don't have anything to give. But that's not true. You know, God values us. You know, He chose us. Amen. i have Vianney share some more thoughts on that.
1: All right, so I have a question for the sisters. Um, at what point did we become doubtful of, about, of how God feels about us? At what point in your walk with God did that change? Because he hasn't changed. He's constant. And so I'm afraid that as time goes by and we get older as disciples, we forget the truth about who we are to God. Um, and it's like, for example, my name. My name is Vianney Sabrina Franco Macias. That was the name given to me at birth, right? But there is nothing you can say or do that's going to change my name. You can give me a nickname, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm I'm still vieni right? Yeah. And that's exactly how it is with God. What God says is a fact. There's nothing you can think or say that's going to change that. Um, So in my insecure nature, I let so many things drift me away from what God thinks about me. I let um, brothers' view of me change my value. I've let what people have said change my confidence. And I've even let life situations put me in a state of quitting. But for what? Right? You want to know what I know is true based on this scripture about what God feels about me? He says, I'm plainly summoned by name. He protects me from all harm. He is my Savior. I am precious and honored in His sight. And He loves me, and I'm worth a life. So what is true for you?
0: Amen. Amen. Let's turn over to Genesis chapter 16. Another example. Talk about Hagar. Genesis 16, starting in verse 7. Verse 7 reads The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was a spring that is beside the road to Shur. And he and he said, "Hagar, slave of Sarah, where have you come from and where are you going?" "I'm running away from my mistress Sarah," she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, "Go back to your mistress and submit to her." The angel added, The angel of the Lord told her... I'm sorry. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much that they will will be too numerous to count. The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are now pregnant and you will give birth to a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery. He will be a wild donkey of a man his hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. And he will live in hostility toward all his brothers. She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For, for she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. That is why the well was called Bir Lahai Roy. Excuse the <laughs> pronunciation. It is still there between Kadesh and Berid. Do we believe that God sees us? Do we believe that he has not forgotten about you? When was the last time you made God's truth your own? You know, In a little bit, we're going to break up into some prayer groups. But I have one more scripture to share. Psalm 139. Psalm 139, starting in verse 23. We're going to break up into prayer groups in a little bit. And I want you guys to think about this scripture as you guys break up. Verse 23 reads, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me And lead me in the way everlasting So right now we're going to break up I want you guys to break up into prayer groups About groups of 3 to 4 And I want you to take the next 10 minutes To pray about this scripture in Psalm 139 Pray that you can see yourselves clearly And for God to help you See the way that God sees you. Amen? So let's break up three and four. We'll uh, meet back together in about ten minutes. Thank you.